Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Big Drive Energy coming at you live with another boring week in golf. No way. Shit is popping. We've got Live Golf Mayakoba coming up this week. Um, PGA Tours at Pebble Beach. A big deal has been signed uh, to support the PGA Tour and create a new company, if you will. Their first for-profit company uh, in PGA Tour history. And um, we're going to talk about another move to live. Uh, another big name moving over. It's confirmed. Team names are out. Uh, an expansion team has been added. And we're going to finish it up with a fairway or four. All right, let's tee it up. Hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any... <laughs> Somebody scream mashed potatoes? That was mashed. <laughs> Golf news be popping. It is almost February, last day of January. It's kind of crazy to think we're already through that much of 2024. Like, where... I, I was sick for three weeks. I know if you listen to this pod, you've heard about it. You're going to hear about it one more fucking time. Um, but my January was basically a blur. But I'm not sick anymore. And I, I will never take for granted just waking up and feeling normal again. Did you ever exactly figure out what you had? Was that a legitimate thing? Did you get medicine? RSV was the thing. The fucking Flonase that my lady gave me didn't really help. But my immune system finally fought it off. Do you still have wild shit coming out of your nose? Um, yeah, it's not as bad, but I tell you what, that shit felt so good. That was like a peak. That was like a top three feeling. Yeah, I'm honestly considering getting into uh, the no the the nasal rinses. Like, I just want to clear out my sinuses because have you ever seen that uh, that meme of? 
one it's both sides of a highway and one side's like completely empty and the other side's in a huge traffic jam oh. and it was like my nostrils when i'm sleeping it's it's like that is completely 100 percent correct like i my right nostril is completely fine and my left is working at about 10 percent capacity so i don't know what the story is there but i'm i'm about fucking sick of it well it the relieving thing to me right now um, is that it's not just me because I don't think I've had two nostrils fully open since I was about 13 or 14 years old. No joke. Um, and right now, yeah, left one, nothing. Left yeah, well, but I feel gone. like it was because you had allergies. Like your allergies were terrible. I don't know if anybody on the pod knows that or that listens to the pod, any of our listeners. Besides Serbo, um, I know that you – you sneezed a million times in front of him. Yeah. Well, my allergies are, yeah, deathly bad um, for golf and for outside. So, oh, I also have some breaking news for you. So I got an email about 10 minutes ago, um, and my membership waitlist eligibility is over. I am officially have until Friday to become a member at Inverness Golf Club. Let's go. Yeah, so... You know how many times I'm going to be a guest on your... <laughs> I'm, uh, guest. I'm guest. I'm <laughs> guest. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm just going to roll into that pro shop and be like, Spencer Smith, that's that's me. Charge it to the um, account. So so, so real, real question, uh, real quick. Do they give you any sort of deal for you being a PGA member or anything? That I don't think so. So... I, when I emailed them, I definitely threw out the, I'm a PGA professional, you know, like that was what I started with. I forgot my name, but that's, no. that's so sad when you're, that's what you have to like build yourself up with. Like, oh, that's... well, I worked hard for that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so here we'll, we'll go through a list of the, uh, we'll go through a list of what I get. So I think I'm like kind of kind of like scared right now because like it's one of those things you're waiting for and then you get the opportunity and I'm like now do I do it? Let's and, let's have some transparency here. What are the what are the what's the initiation? What are the fees? So initiation is I paid 500 already and it's an additional 3500. Um and then it's You got that on you or I stay strapped, son. Come on. Um but no, I so it's thirty five hundred additional off the off the hop, and then it's five five hundred and fifty two dollars a month, um, for me, and and that's so that's the gold level, and this is what I get: I get access to golf course and driving range seven days a week, book my tee times five days in advance, access to co ed members lounge, discounted guest green fees, two golf lessons at twenty five percent off. May may dabble in that. Um, two overnight weekend night stays at the hotel, uh, dining outlet card with, uh, $450 uses. So $200 in that complimentary pull cart. Uh, and then I do pay $18 per 18 holes. Um, if I want to ride for me, oh, but okay. so the thing is pay to ride. Yeah, the thing is though, I I'm pretty sure. So I just said the gold. I don't I don't know how locked in I am to that, but I'm pretty sure if I told them I wanted to upgrade to the platinum, they wouldn't say no. And basically, what that is is that's tea time seven days in advance instead of five, which I don't think it's gonna like the, the few times we've played out there in general. Like I don't think that's gonna be an issue. 
Yeah. But I get um, same thing, access to the lounge, discounted guest green fees, still two overnight weekend stays, still all that. But I get complimentary golf cart, complimentary locker, and bag storage. So I don't know. I kind of want the locker with my name engraved on it. (laughs) I think that's what I want. And that's an additional... I think the weird thing is, though, like, I wouldn't want my my clubs in a locker because you and I, I guess now that you're going to be playing there more often, well, we're going to be playing there more often. Um, but, like, I would just, I'm so used to just pulling the clubs out of the trunk and throwing them down in the parking lot, you know? Like, I'm not. No, no, no. He, he, hear me out. I have no intention of using the locker. I just want the locker. I have no I honestly, intention of storing my clubs there unless I'm playing like a two-day event where I need overnight, you know, and I'm like stumbling out of there at the end. Honestly, uh, I think, you know how they say the best things in life are to um, be buddies with a guy that owns a boat or, you know, a buddy with a, a beach house or whatever. It's It's better to have a buddy than it is to own it. I feel like it's better to have a buddy that has a country club membership than it is to actually be a member at a country club. Like, because I basically get all the access. Like, do they put a limit on guest rounds or I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I have to so be with you. I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Um, but I'm kind of buzzing right now, to be honest, cause I'm excited. Um, I might just upgrade to the platinum. Not, not really just for the locker. That's obviously nice. But like if I play, it's it's an additional 140 bucks a month. So So if you play if I play seven, seven rounds of golf. Yeah, seven rounds with a cart, but the other thing is with this new I tried out my new kid caddy yesterday on the stroller. Worked pretty well except my son just fucking didn't cooperate for fuck. He wanted to play, he wanted to cry, he wanted to eat. Finally, when we set the stroller like flat where he could just sit up, he just doesn't like being strapped in. He doesn't like being locked up. He likes to be free. So um, the kid caddy worked well other than the fact that you don't want to bring your kid golfing with you. <laughs> yes. The kid caddy you, worked you well. You push that stroller out there and there's just no kid in it and just your golf clubs. <laughs> the kid caddy, great. The kid, not so great. That's like an up up level push cart. Like imagine all the booze we could put like – we could put the booze in the caddy and wrap a blanket around it. So it's like your son's in there, but it's really just bottles of liquor. Just really just bottles of Breckenridge distillery. Just a bunch of Breckenridge bourbon and vodka, just housing it. um, I I will say real quick, uh, real quick story time about Inverness because I've played there, I think only twice. Um, And the first time I played there was a few falls ago it was like november um and it was probably like borderline freezing it was like 35 or 40 degrees and our dumbasses decided to still go out and do it and between the four of us we drank a whole 750 of fireball uh and i really didn't even get drunk no free ads fireball fuck you uh ruined my night too many times but (laughs) we drank so much fireball and we didn't even really get warm and i shot like 73 and whooped everyone's asses like i played my ass off and it was just such a fun round like i feel like when you're playing in those weather rounds if you're playing well to start you get really into it and you 
you kind of hunker down and you try to focus. And I mean, I was drunk, but I can still play golf and drink, um, which brings me to another topic that I think we need to discuss real quick. But uh, but if if you're playing like shit right off the bat and it's cold, I'm just kind of the, the quitter type that's like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. Like, why am I out here? What are we doing? Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I'm usually like that on any round. Um, if I start playing bad, it doesn't matter how fucking nice it is out. If I first few holes are bogeys, I, I'm kind of mentally out. Oh, it, a couple kidding. of bogeys. That's your average start. That's standard. A couple of bogeys. That's a fucking hot start. You came out You're of the like gate two, smoking. Two over for, through two if I just birdie the fives and try to par the rest. Honestly, it's not bad. Even par is pretty good. Yeah, and then uh, you, when you bogey three, four, six, eight, it just kind of so, snowballs that way. Isn't it wild how your mentality, like you bogey two holes and you're like, oh, I can shoot even, and you like bogey the third hole, you're like, I'm going to shoot 45 on this nine. There's <laughs> there's no in-between. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, well, but yeah, so, so What I was going to bring up, or yeah, fi- let's finish this, and then I got something else. I'm just saying, I'm pretty pretty sure I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk to the wife this evening, uh, see how that goes. But I, I think you, it's worth it. Make sure, will you make sure and check what guest fees are for, for me? Let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely going to check on the guest fees. That's going to be one of the first things. Can also upgrade it to a couples membership, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. That has to be a, a worthwhile um, investment. Should we say that you and I are a couple? Uh, <laughs> it'd be an easier split. And then um, I, yeah, if you're going to start paying for half the membership, absolutely. I would do that. Like, how do they confirm? How how could they we tell if we're? The, we do have the same last name. Like, are they going to make us kiss in the pro shop to confirm? We actually, <laughs> funny story. We had a couple of members out at Spring Valley that we would let buy a couple's membership, and they were dudes. Um, and they were both just 40, you, you remember who these guys were, right? hundred percent. And, and they're, really, let's for the record here, we were always good at our jobs, despite what some former employers have said. Um, but we allowed this to happen because these guys spent thousands upon thousands of like, I've never seen somebody just walk in after a shitty round and throw a new driver on the counter at full retail and buy it from a golf shop so yeah give and take so learn business uh (laughs) and don't fucking tell me how to do the job that i was very good at i i'm honest about that and uh yeah Uh, there's rules that rules are meant to be bent and broken and you do it for people that also oh and then after that they'd go in the bar and spend another two or three hundred dollars so that's what i was gonna say the bar tab was as much as the golf tab they uh and I think one of them ordered like 50 boxes of Pro V1s at a grip one time. Like, I mean, they just, they, they spent a bunch of money, but anywho, they would confirm that we would sell them a couple's membership for the year. And one time I got them all heated because they're big, like macho, six foot five, like 300 pounds, former college football players. They now in Alabama, 40s. big Alabama yeah. fan. And I was like, I need to see you guys kiss if I'm going to sell you this couple's membership. And they got so fucking worked up. Like they almost, one of them wanted to fight me. I'm like, dude, I'm just messing with you, but clearly you got an insecurity going on there. So I'm just going to leave that one alone. Um, 
but any anywho uh yeah check on the guest fees for me check on what privileges i have at the bar um if you can transfer a night or two of that hotel room that would be stellar uh i you know this is this isn't your membership this is our membership yeah this is turning into a disaster but yeah Um, just inquire follow up and and give me a, a bullet pointed uh list of everything i need to know all right i got you i'll send you i'll share a google doc with you that you probably won't look at um all right so let's hop into or do you have something else before we get to the golf talk yeah well so uh for those of you who don't know who this guy is on um tiktok i'm gonna give him a shout out it's will young correct spencer yeah will young pda Uh, so i dm'd him on tiktok as he was following us and I didn't realize he was and we weren't following him. So I followed him back and said, what's up, man? Love your work. Cause he does, he did similar. He does so like pro shop stuff like we do. Um, so I was like, love your content, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, where are you guys from? And this and that. And he goes, I'm putting together a whistling straights trip for a bunch of like golf, TikTok dudes in September, like last week of September. And I think Spencer and I are going to be going on it um which would be just an unbelievable golf trip i he said he has a hookup at aaron hills also um so we might be able to play aaron hills whistling straights hopefully have our boy mark the caddy on our bag um double bagging it i don't know if he'll be able to handle spencer's bag with 50 balls in it but uh we'll have to sort that one out uh but i'm just like super stoked that there's nothing better than having a golf trip planned well in advance and you just have like six months, obviously you want it to just be there, but at the same time, um, it's just always something to look forward to. Yeah. A golf trip is something that you can look forward to for months and go, I'll go over every shot of that 94 in my head, like multiple times, but and also our, our content that week is going to be amazing. Content like that week will be pocket popping just like it will be popping next week. So a couple of things we got coming up just in general next week. Big Drive Energy Boys will be in Scottsdale, Arizona for the Waste Management. Uh, In the next two weeks, we will release our full Big Drive Energy Summer Tournament schedule. Um, This includes stops in Philadelphia, Chicago, Arizona, and Denver. So all four of the all-city locations. We will have golf tournaments for all four of them. We're going to release the schedule the links to sign up these are a blast usually just four person scramble um great sponsors at those events great giveaways we do uh tea prizes you know competitions on the course the whole bit so we're going to be releasing that we're also soon going to be releasing some more merch um definitely in the chicago area we've got uh, a thing of merch on hand that we're about to release here soon Uh, We had them last year, and uh, now they're going to go public. So just a few things on the horizon coming up for us. We're also planning to go to a live event some point this summer, probably in Houston, Texas, um, because that's that's the one uh, that sounds the most fun, obviously. Like, who doesn't? Who wants to go to fucking Australia or or the UK or Nashville? Um, Why why would we go to Houston? Because it just fits our sketch, bro. You got to fit uh, the schedule. your schedule. I, well, I yeah, can... my schedule actually has fucking things on it. I would go to Nashville. <laughs> Yours does not. 
oh marissa wants to come produce in nashville is that did i yeah, hear she that? doesn't want to come to scottsdale with us but she can come to nashville oh cry me a river we'll see how I, that yeah, goes she'd rather go to vegas she only we'll just make sure our, our golf trips are at wonderful party destinations for marissa the the party <laughs> yes because i'm such a partier yeah that's really what you strike me as um All right. but yeah the, the whistling straights trip sounds unbelievable so i'm super stoked about it and just something to look out for later this year from us we're gonna be putting out hopefully a lot of content this summer and just across all platforms across all the platforms yep so we let's get into a little bit of the 2024 live season we won't dive too deep because you know some people just don't like this shit which is fair um but it's coming and it's here so Tyrrell Hatton's announced to be part of Rom's Legion. Is it Legion Eight? Is that the is that the point? Yes, it's Roman numerals. You dipshit. Have you never seen those before? Well, you know, some people like XLV, VII. You know, like this is. Are not... you thinking of like the rapper Quinn ninety two Quinn Quinn Roman numerals? Yeah, Quinn XII or whatever. They don't call I think them it's like CII. Whatever. All right. So Legion X, X, Legion eight, um, we'll call it Legion eight. So John Rom actually like, there was like a statement released behind the brand of Legion eight, which Legion eight is also the first expansion team in live golf history. Definitely won't be the last. Um, but it's the first expansion, uh, expansion franchise, if you will, in live golf history and quote, pulling from the attitude of attributes of proud determined and true rom infused his dna with honesty emotion and a sense of togetherness united under the mantra together we play together we conquer legion eight is bred by passion energized by power and full of pride and then rom another quote i wanted to go down the warrior spirit mythology side for the team's name the term loyalty is very important to me <laughs> i think it embodies the warrior spirit through its decisiveness and ready for battle mindset. During the Roman Empire, there was iconic Legion 8 Gemin Gemini, Gemina, I don't know what Gemina is, in Caesar's army. They believed in the credo of faithful loyalty. The 8 portion of the name was appealing early in the process as it fit the structure of Captain X and three players in the lineup. Oh, so XIII, 8 said rom plus we are the 13th team in the league as for that logo that was something i was also very passionate about soccer team i grew up following athletic bilbo is called the lions it's just a fierce animal that everybody respects and fears at the same time and uh, marissa do you want to pull up real quick the orange the link of all the different team names we'll go through these real quick uh, and then i want to i do want to talk a little bit about more about rom's team and tyrell hatton so we've got all the live rosters up here. We've got the aces, the cliques, the crushers, the fireballs, the high flyers, the ironheads, legion eight, majestics, the range goats, ripper GC, smash, stinger, and torque. All right. What's your favorite name? Um, I think the range goats are pretty well the majestics honestly their logo slaps to me um i like the fireballs i like the uh the ripper gc um i think i can say right off the bat that the worst team names are stinger torque 
clique crusher high high fire and iron heads that's really fucking lame so you're very strong on either loving or hating them clearly yeah i think four aces fireballs range goats majestics ripper um and legionate's okay whatever it it doesn't really go along with the rest of the uh the theme of the team names but for the most part i like those and then you just have absolutely tragically bad uh like throwaway teams like that i didn't even really i knew these players were on live but i didn't know their teams existed so yeah some of the names are pretty tragic and i'm just not a fan of them like unfortunately i think smash gc just kind of sucks even though it's like the best team and has brooks and graham mcdowell major winner after major winner taylor gooch greatest name in golf and then jason kokrak but i'm not just that i, I that don't team know is isn't I, that I the eight what's that isn't the what that's that, what what team is that smash gc oh okay i think one reason i can't get behind all the names is they're very um there a lot of them are very european and it's not that i don't like european names it's just not doesn't resonate with me like something like you know the the let's say stinger gc like that seems like a barcelona fc to me like the ones that have like range goats that seems like a team maybe that's an american thing like i said the four aces that's kind of like yeah you got four aces including patrick reed and pat perez and harold varner you know um but like the ones that have like an S, like the fireballs, great. Crushers, kind of lame, but cliques, very European. I, I don't know. I think I just don't resonate with some of them because they don't have a plural. <laughs> I think you just have a pea brain for that take. Like they I don't think they need to be plural to to be a team. Like are, is the avalanche plural? They are, are they an a- avalanche. But they don't <laughs> have it's not avalanche hockey club. That's not the team name. The Colorado well, Avalanche. But I think the the end of it's kind of implied. Like, am I wrong to think that? Or yeah, you, you nobody, nobody calls it Smash GC or Ripper FC or fucking whatever. Like, well, then do you like do you call them Team Smash? I'd like to I be on call, Team Smash. Yeah, Team Smash. <laughs> I'm more on Team Pass than Team Smash, but. <laughs> um yeah a lot of those names are eh, like the marketing team probably gets spent a little more time on that but you know you live and you learn yeah so these are the the live rosters for the 2024 season you're gonna uh, wait you're gonna read off the live rosters no 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 i'm not oh okay i was like holy shit you're like holy you shit every listener we had is giving us the history of the team name behind john rom no, I mean that was cool. It's that's some it's new information. We we divulge in new information and live plays at Mycoba this week and I think a lot of it um what one of the comments actually is kind of funny. I thought these were fast food dipping sauces at first. And then another comment, cliques, who the fuck came up with that? Yeah, that that sounds about right. I don't get that one at all. Why do these look like condiments from McDonald's? People are pretty funny online. Yeah, it's a dark place on the internet. Um, all right. Well, let's get into a little more of Tiro Hatton joining John Rahm's team. Um, I know that this is obviously a little bit more of a weird format, and you don't necessarily see the guys that are the better players and some aging players in general winning live events, but you got to think that 
Rom's team is immediately becomes the favorite, right? Like they're they're Vegas Golden Knightsing it as an expansion team, getting all the best players and then coming in and winning Live twenty twenty four. Or do you do you not see it that way? Do you think there's another team that has you know Kieran Vincent and Caleb Surratt? Eh, who knows? But the the top two I think are definitely the strongest for Legion Eight. Um, I would tend to disagree with you. Uh, I think that Brooks's team is right there. Uh, you said it's Brooks, Har- Harold Varner. Um, oh, and I'm that- also a fucking idiot. It it's Legion thirteen. I've said Legion eight fucking four times. I'm so stupid. Oh, X, Legion X. If you X would have given me the Roman numerals, I could have told you. Isn't it V five? Yeah, X is a ten. Holy shit! We should maybe just cut the first thirty minutes of this dumb shit. Um, <laughs> just kidding. But Legion thirteen. Oh <laughs> Last my time God. I'll fuck that one up. Okay, yeah, that's uh that I mean either way it's not a great name, but uh yeah, I was definitely shocked, not shocked, but when Tyrrell finally made the jump, like he had legitimately just committed to the waste management not 5 days before that, so it kind of makes you wonder why even commit. And it really does feel like there's a trend of whenever somebody says they're not going to live, they immediately go to live. So I feel like whoever says next that they're not going is going because it just, the math ain't mathing on that shit when dudes are saying, oh, I'm not going. And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm going. So, I mean, you can't turn down those kinds of dollars. Uh, I was shocked though. I mean, Rom has won significantly more and he's more of a household name, but reportedly if the numbers are correct, he's making, or he's made five or six times what Tyrrell Hatton has made. Um, which doesn't really math to me either. Like I could see making like twice or three times, but you're six Xing Tyrrell Hatton to John Rom, like, or even seven or eight, who knows what they got, but yeah, well, either way, Hatton's it's, it's deal, Hatton's deal is 50 million euros. So, um, I don't know what the conversion rate is right now. I think you know it's... how bad we are at geography. You expect me to have a conversion rate let me let me find this out i think it's like 60 million dollars like i think it's flips the other way yeah i think the u.s dollar is a little bit stronger or is it devalued i don't know how currency works i just have money and spend money that's so right now 50 million euros is 54 million 77 thousand dollars as of this current moment january 31st 2024 and I know the U.S. dollar is stronger than the Canadian dollar because you get more dollars, uh, U.S. You get more Canadian dollars than you get U.S. dollars, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. Uh, that ATM at the casino in Vancouver spit out more actual dollars than I anticipated when I pulled it out of my account. Yeah, that shit was nice. Um, great night. But yeah, uh, it's going to be weird seeing Tyrrell at Live. I wonder how these live dudes feel about not playing a tournament for, uh, you know, however long, three, four months. And then all of a sudden they got back to back weeks. They're probably um, like, oh, like I I don't even know what I would compare it to. Um, Like me having a job, like whenever I have to work, I'm like, oh, even though it doesn't happen that often. Um, So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I would almost compare it to. But at the same time, you're going Mexico to vegas 
uh, those would definitely be two weeks that I would want to be a part of. Yeah, those are two back-to-back weeks. A little bit of travel involved, um, but overall, two places that doesn't doesn't seem like the worst place in the world to have to play golf two weeks in a row. I wonder, you know, obviously they position themselves the right way in going to Vegas for the same week as the Super Bowl, and I do wonder if there's an overall more appreciate, like if people are going to go, number one, that are already there for the week, and uh, they can go check out a professional golf tournament. But I wonder if the appreciation for the league and and what it is in general, because like we said, obviously we like live. We're not the biggest live fans in the world. Um, But once you go, it just changes everything. It changes how you feel about it. The, The actual experience of it is great. And the experience for the fans is something that we'll actually get into here in a little bit regarding the PGA tour more on the TV side, but the the experience for a fan like all the little kids we saw running around doing all the fun games that they had and the setup and the music and everything like maybe you know obviously your your older people aren't as excited about it but from a fan's perspective like we love the waste management and i've had a few people um that i've talked to the last couple of days that i told them yeah i'm going to waste management next weekend and a guy that doesn't even really like golf he's like that's one of the most fun sporting events I've ever been to. And he's been to a lot, you know, a lot of different games in a lot of different cities and just an experience. And not every PGA tour event can be waste management. I get that. But the more they move to live events and and the experiential part of it as a fan being more like the waste management and less like, you know, there's place for the masters and there, uh, there always will be. But to engage the fan consistently, I don't think that's the model they can continue to follow. Wait, I just need to backtrack. I think you just made up a word. I don't think experiential is a a word. Dude, you're an idiot. It's 100% a word. Experiential. I've never once heard that word. I don't think it's in the English. I think I heard it like three times in a meeting I had today. I feel like that person was not speaking English. Experiential, involving or based on experience and observation. The experiential learning associated with employment. Uh-huh. Is the quote. Wow. Never I can't that believe you fucking stopped this podcast to try to call me out on a fucking word that's so clearly a word. It sounds like it's, it's a word to me that sounds like it should be a word, but it's not. Oh, uh, okay. I, I understand that, but. Like you're just throwing a suffix on the end of a word and thinking it's a, it'll work. It's most definitely a word, though. Um, and I'm going to give you the experiential treatment right now and, and take you through this uh, the experience of a live golf event. No, we did that already. But, yeah, like I just think that the overall time at a live event is so much fun and family-friendly, and um, it, it, it can't be hated for, for long. Let me put it that way. If you're an actual fan of golf and going to golf tournaments and what you get when you're at a golf tournament live i i think you know it's going to be up there here in the next couple of years with the same now the tv part let's get into that so wait real real quick did we uh have you seen that quote from rory that came out yesterday well that's kind of what i was going to get into so you want to read it you got it up yeah, I got it in front of me. Um, his quote was talking about the live uh, players and their ability to complete, uh, compete on the PGA Tour with no punishment. 
Um, I think life's about choices. Guy, guys made choices to go and play live. Guys made choices to stay here. If people still have eligibility on this tour and they want to come back and play or you want to try and do something, let them come back. I mean, I don't think – I, I think it's hard to punish people. I don't think there should be a punishment for – obviously, I've changed my tune on that uh, because I see where golf is and I see that having a diminished PGA Tour and a diminished live tour – is bad for both parties. It would be much better being together and moving forward together for the good of the game. So I definitely agree with that. And like he said, he's definitely done a bit of a heel turn, a bit of a opinion swap on that. And I think legitimately at the end of the day, as long as golf is putting, putting the fan first, they, they can't keep doing this two tour bullshit, you know? Uh, they have to have the ability for all the golfers to all the best golfers in the world to play on one tour together. And that doesn't need to be 100% of the tournaments, but they need to figure out a way to make that happen. Yeah. Well, and so there's actually been a couple of quotes this week um, regarding the PGA tour in that aspect. And Colin Morikawa was in the press room yesterday and said, uh, and we're going to quote again, but, he said at this point, quote, but at this point right now where we're at, it's a lot of money that we're paying for, we're playing for, and I'm very thankful to be doing that. But I also see that we need more people to be interested in golf. We need to make golf more intriguing to the viewers. How do we make broadcasting more approachable? How do we make golf shots? How do we see more golf shots at the end of the day, right? And this is something we've talked about on the podcast. And he goes into, we've actually asked ourselves this, and now we kind of get an answer. He said, I turn on golf on a Thursday if I play early and I turn it on and I see three golf shots and question why. The reason why other sports are people pay attention is, is because you see more. You can probably bet more. People like betting when you can watch it live, not watch it on Shot Tracer. And this is something that it won't happen overnight, but I will, as much as it seems like we're always like deucing on the PGA Tour, I will give them credit for going to ESPN Plus and making you know, even though every time I go to ESPN Plus and I go to the featured group of a player that I'm watching, it's not him, it's somebody else, um, or the the main feed is a featured group, you know, it's not perfect, not a perfect product, but the idea is there that, like, a golf tournament starts on a Thursday at 7 a.m. local time, 8 a.m. local time, and normally we're not watching it until 2 or 3 in the afternoon, the actual coverage, and that just can't happen. Can you imagine if every NFL football game you just had fucking the first half was on the radio or some bullshit like you're just watching on your phone as a guy as your team drives down the field and scores two touchdowns and then second half comes on. Oh shit, look at this. We got a yeah. we got a football and, game here. It's second half. Thanks for joining us. In in all honesty, it is funny because everybody hates on the shotgun and I've poked fun at it on live. But at the same time, Liv's coverage of their golf tournaments is so, in my opinion, besides the scoreboard, I'm talking more about what they actually put on TV. It's such a better product television-wise than the PGA Tour. Uh, you know, the PGA Tour's look is a little more sleek, a little bit more minimalist. Liv is a little bit more loud. But at the end of the day, Liv is getting all the golf shots back-to-back. -back. They're, they're not, you know, t spending 30 seconds on a dude that's marking a, a ball and talking about him they're they're jumping shot to shot to shot and that's the kind of action-packed 
sports event that people want to watch on TV. So obviously the PGA Tour is not going to go to a shotgun, but there's got to be some way to like with this new investment, like you said, making the broadcast better um, because they obviously need to get more eyeballs on it if they're going to make money on this product that they're putting out. 100%. And before we talk about the tour making money, let's talk about us and you out there listening making money with Bet365, our favorite place to bet on golf. If you're in a state that has Bet365, download that code or download that app. Use the code all city in all caps. You can choose between betting $5 and getting $150 in bonus bets or getting a $1,000 free bet safety net. Um, so you get a $1,000 free shot, essentially. If you lose that, you get another shot with that same amount of money on a different bet. We use Bet365 to bet on the golf. And Marissa, if you want to pull up our picks for this week, we can throw them out there real quick. So on the Bet365 app, it allows you to bet the each ways um, by just clicking one button. So these are our picks this week. This is a signature event uh, at Pebble Beach, you know, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am um, we've seen four or five, uh, all four PGA tour events this year, one, one by quote unquote long shots. The fields haven't been quite as stacked as this one will be. Rory's coming back. Um, you got Scotty Scheffler in the field, of course, but I'm going with Brandon Wu at plus 12,500. That is not a typo. He actually finished second here last year. Um, so, you know, the plus 12,500 would be something else, but I will take a top 10 from our guy, Brandon Wu. And then I'm going to, I just left this guy from last week. He played like dog shit. I don't anticipate him to play like dog shit again. Jason Day at plus 2,800. And then a guy that's competed here twice. Um, and he's my one and done pick, which I didn't think it all the way through because it's a signature event. So this is the one where like money is, there's a lot more money into this event. And that's how my one and done league is uh, like, scored is by money that the player wins so these events are a little more important to choose maybe a you know one of your one of your horses but Bo Hostler at plus 3500 he finished I believe in the top 10 last week with a great Sunday he always seems like a guy that never really is in it Thursday Friday makes the cut and then all of a sudden on Sunday you see him kind of vaulting up the leaderboard so Bo Hostler is plus 3500 at bet 365 Mitchell your picks uh, so I got the California kid, Patrick Cantlay. I mean, I've got three kind of horses, I would say. Tommy Fleetwood has never won on the PJ Tour, but he's playing great golf right now. Uh, Tony Finau, always hitting it that long, is never a, a bad thing on a golf course like Pebble where it's windy and uh, you got to control your ball flight. So I got Patrick Cantlay plus 1,200, Tony Finau plus 2,200, and Tommy Fleetwood plus 2,500. I love that. I love that you're just going to the, going back to the Tommy Fleetwood well, even though he's never won on the tour. I mean, it's like one of those where you can't be not on him when he finally does, you know. And we've had three first-time winners already this year, so what what's to stop a fourth? Just yeah, maybe not Tommy. I really feel like this could be the week for him. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. 
Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Um, all right, let's get into... Oh, I also want to tell you guys about our... Let's get into some whiskey with Breckenridge Distillery. Uh, Breckenridge Distillery, you can find it in all 50 states at breckenridgedistillery.com. Most likely also at your local liquor store. Distilled right here by us or by me right now in Colorado. The distillery itself is an amazing experience. If you ever make it to the mountains of Colorado, make the drive to Breck, check it out. Try some different whiskeys. Their food is phenomenal. Breckenridge Distillery has by far the best whiskey that we've ever had. Now they're dipping into the vodka game a little bit more. They've got Riki seltzers. Everybody's in the seltzer game. Um, but their seltzers are brewed with, or distilled, made, essentially. I don't know what the proper term for a seltzer is, with their own Breck Distillery vodka. So make sure you check it out. Ricky Seltzers, Breck Distillery whiskey, and vodka is by far the best in the game. Check out BreckenridgeDistillery.com to find out where you can get it. All 50 states, including Alaska and Hawaii. All right, let's talk about this investment and what it means for the PGA Tour. So Jay Monahan, um, he had a call today with a lot of players. It was a listen-only call. It said, uh, Monday Q Info's tweet, and the, the quote was like, due to the high volume of whatever, like this will be a listen-only call. Um, so basically what this is doing, as best as I can understand it, is the PGA Tour is creating a new entity called the PGA Tour enter called PGA Tour Enterprises which is now a for-profit entity not n- no longer a 5013c whatever the fuck that is 501cb what 3cb whatever whatever you call it when you give to charity um and strategic sports group is the one investing about the the numbers are right around 3 billion dollars into the PGA Tour Enterprises. Um, they are a minority minority investor, and this you know this will affect PGA Tour, Corn Ferry Tour, and the PGA Tour Champions. Jay Monahan, of course, says it's a monumental day for the organization. But the cool thing about this is, nearly 200 players will have access to more than 1.5 billion dollars in equity in this new venture. Um, it vests over time and is based on a tiered system that takes into account a player's recent and career achievements, represents a significant shift in how the tour has typically rewarded performance through prize money and bonus programs. So not only is it hopefully going to create a better product on TV, because that's what even a lot of the guys after this this uh, statement and this conference call today came out, they said they Max Homa had a few good tweets on it in terms of just they want to make more money so they make the product better which then makes them more money which then makes us more money it's like the circle of money it's not just a hey we're going to pay you this to play we're now going to have like a business that you have equity in like a whole bunch of things 
Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good deal all the way around. I mean, ultimately, what it should come down to is the viewership winning for this. Uh, obviously, making golf on TV a better product for all the fans. Like, you look at what the NFL has done. I mean, they've somehow managed to continue to grow, even though they're the biggest sport in America by far. Uh, they continue to grow in viewership in different ways. Uh, maybe they need to work an angle of getting a PJ Tour player to date Taylor Swift. Uh, that would definitely vault numbers up a little bit. But uh, they just need to really figure out like what's what's going to be best for everybody. Uh, obviously, the players getting equity is awesome, um, and that's going to be their best way to retain players is guys feeling like they're playing for something uh, you know, bigger than just the paycheck that week. And not to say that that paycheck that week isn't life-changing, but at the end of the day, it definitely keeps you in it more long-term. Um, that'd be like an employer offering a retirement plan versus not a retirement plan. You know, there, there's more benefits than actually just the, the day-to-day paycheck. Um, so I think I, I mean, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if anybody else wants to jump to live or, you know, eventually if they combine, who the hell knows what's going to happen. It, I mean, overall good investment. It just, I'm going to be curious to see where $3 billion goes and see if it actually changes anything about, you know, if we can see a, a visible change uh, of the PGA Tour from this. Yeah, well, the one thing that it, the one thing that this deal is not is the same deal or connected to any way uh, the PIF. So this is a completely separate deal from the public investment firm. Jay Monahan did travel to um, Saudi Arabia to meet with the the PIF governor, which I'm not even going to start to pronounce his name uh, and butcher that. But this this is a completely separate deal, just another money infuser into the PGA Tour to make the product better for viewers more money for players, get them to stay. And I really do think, you know, just by kind of logical choice, like with the live live golf starting up this week, I don't think we'll hear a lot of rumors in the next couple of months. You know, I don't think, you know, you could, they could probably just add someone if they wanted to, but I think they've kind of hit a, an actual deadline, unlike the PGA Tour and the, and the PIF in of their December 31 deadline that they had um, that is now 31 days overdue. But... I don't think we'll see a lot of it. And real in all in all reality, like it's something to talk about in the golf world. And it's not everything in, in the professional golf world, but definitely a hot button topic. But I'm gonna be kind of glad for the rumors to be done, hopefully. And just like now we can just enjoy the golf the rest of the year. And we can just enjoy both tours. We can enjoy the LPGA tour, we can enjoy the DP World Tour, Corn Ferry Tour, all those events and all these players and enjoy the stories behind them. The, you know, the Nick Dunlaps and the Matthew Pavons and stories like that where it's not about, oh, is this guy going to go take more money or play this tour? Or where is he at? Like, let's just watch golf and enjoy it for the rest of 2024. That's what I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, you're right. It almost felt like free agency a little bit with the NBA or the NFL where the offseason's almost more headline grabbing than when they're actually playing. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely just looking forward to you know, now the PGA Tour, I, I really feel like the, the events in January are nice. But then once you get to Pebble Beach and you get to the waste management, I feel like things kind of heat up a little bit on tour and you kind of get into, 
you know, who's that? I, I mean, the Masters is what uh you know just over two months away two and a half months so yeah the players you get kind of in that major mode a little bit when the players comes up in march so we're getting yeah there. yeah it, it we're we're starting to get back into you know kind of major championship season quote unquote um so i'm just really looking forward to like you said watching it all unfold and you know this time next year we could be talking about how everybody on live and the pga tour are playing in events together we just don't know what it looks like yeah, and I think it's something for the future. But right now, you know, Liv's got a good roster of players. I think they'll they're trying to legitimize their product more and more every day to the the old head golf fan. Um, and I think you know, no matter what you feel about the up top level and the investment level, that will never like some people are just certain way and will never change. And I have my feelings on that as well. But more, I'm just excited to watch you know John Rom play golf in shorts, Tyrrell Hatton going off in shorts and you did have a good uh tweet from our golf account if you're not following us make sure to follow us on twitter x at big drive energy also on youtube if you're not if you're listening to this pod we appreciate it give us a rating but if you're watching on youtube or you want to tune into the youtube do that at big drive energy golf give us a subscription a subscribe i don't know how to say that just subscribe subscribe to us subscribe to big drive energy thumbs up thumbs up it get some bubbles going um, uh, Bubbles no. in the oh, chat. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Fuck Give us a like, yeah. subscribe on the YouTube channel. Uh, all right, we're gonna finish this pod up today with a little f- a weekday Wednesday edition of Fairway or Four. So if you're new, welcome. Fairway or Four is kind of a basically we we give two options and we get like something that happens in our lives or that we do on a day to day basis. And then you get to go on and vote either on Instagram or Twitter uh, whether or not you think it's fairway. Like, are you agreeing, agreeing with us or is it four and we're crazy? I'll start us off this week. Um, so I, I love my shirt being tucked in. That's just a comfortability thing for me. I have a terrified, I'm terrified of my ass crack hanging out any time of the day. And so, like, my kid. He gets to have like a full onesie with fucking buttons under his grundle and that tucks his shit in. Like you put pants on him, that shit's tucked. So should there, Fairway or 4, should there be more adult onesies like that where you can tuck your shit in and it stays tucked? Because I would personally buy that. I don't like my ass crack hanging out. I don't like my stomach hanging out. I like to be tucked in when I have something on over it. But so you actually want to look like a giant baby. Um, I think what you're thinking of is a romper. Marissa, am I correct on this? That would be a bodysuit. Oh, okay. I'm bodysuit. wearing a bodysuit today. It's oh, wow. Okay. An adult onesie. I, yeah, I was going to say, isn't that just like a one-piece swimsuit? Okay, for men. On top of it? Yeah, you just have like the buttons at the bottom, and it like buttons up at the bottom, and then it keeps your shirt tucked in all day. Yeah. It buttons like underneath? Yeah, but like a good bodysuit will have small enough buttons that you don't even notice. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I've got a few things down there that would definitely <laughs> but, notice. But here's the real question the because buttons. they have bodysuits that are like, they got full coverage in the back, and then they have bodysuits that don't have any coverage in the back. So are you good with like a onesie thong type thing no i don't want, i don't want my lower back showing either that's the, that's what i'm trying to cover up my lower oh, back if i saw, if I saw spencer, 
in public with a spaghetti strap fucking onesie <laughs> on with the the whole back open oh my god i would be pissing myself the, the other thing is is like where it is on your like leg it will go high sometimes so sometimes your hip is showing so are you down for that too so it's just not meant for guys like let's just be <laughs> Let me let me also clarify here. This is like for an undershirt. This isn't for, uh, you know, like you could maybe get away with a golf shirt being a onesie because you tuck in your pants, tuck it in your pants, put a belt on. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, <laughs> I I don't even know where to fucking go with this. I I get what you're saying. Um, you know, from like uh, a muffin top standpoint, like tucking that shit in. <laughs> Uh, especially when you got a hoodie on one weird thing about tucking your shirt in is your shirt. Even if you have a hoodie on, it still feels tight on your body because your shirt's tucked in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's an odd, it's an illusion. I was about to say an elliptical. That's definitely not that term that I'm looking for. Um, it's like an illusion where your shirt feels tight, but then you have something loose on over it. Um, but sure. Fairway. I, if you want to wear a fucking onesie, it's a free country. Like, uh, you're, just pop a binky in your mouth and one of those little doily hats on your head, you fucking weirdo. I just want more accessible onesies that I can strap under my fucking shit and lock my lock my shirt in, have no one seeing my ass crack, and then posting it like you do on my fucking birthday when I'm trying to reach <laughs> for a cord and all of a sudden my ass crack's hanging out and then it's on Instagram. I, I gotta be real honest, you started that when you took a video over the door of me in a bathroom stall, like six years ago in phoenix and then decided to post that on instagram like you the only reason you catch the smoke is because you give the smoke so just deal with it and so also i would love to see you completely undress in your onesie to run in the bathroom and take an emergency shit like how does that work that would be rough but like oh somebody unbutton me <laughs> somebody unbutton my taint i gotta poop <laughs> like what the fuck um okay they didn't slap like i thought it would i think yeah I, we'll we'll have to see what the people think i just am a little bit lost on it um so my fairware for and maybe i just don't understand uh the the infrastructure and how that works in the world um but i don't think toll road should exist like, I don't really get why there's certain roads you have to pay to drive on, and then there's other roads that you don't. I'm um, actually going to say four, because I think about this every time I'm driving past someone on a toll, like an express lane, and they're going way slow, and I'm like, see, fucking peasant, you don't want to pay an extra two bucks? Sorry. It's No, I'm not fucking... talking about a toll lane. I'm talking about, like, a toll highway. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, that that part... Fuck it. But like when you like when let, you can let the poor drive, let everybody drive. When like, I can don't... pay, hey, the poor, we've already discussed this. The poor people in those fucking Nissan Sentras are already flying around all the lanes anyways. But no, when you give me the chance to access a lane for a little extra convenience and going faster to pay a little more, I'll do it 100 out of 100 times. So toll no. road, maybe I'll say four, but a toll lane, express lane all the way in. Give it to me on every street. No, I, I totally agree. I'm talking about toll toll highways like that are fully tolled. Like, doesn't the government just own all the ro roads in America? Like, is there some private equity firm that runs these, like, 
owns these roads and makes billions of dollars by people driving on them. I guess I, that just doesn't check out to me. So that's why I'm like, why do I have to pay $5? I remember I was driving through Chicago and I had to pay like $5 to go over one bridge. I'm like, can you imagine how much they probably collect $500,000 a day on that? And is that just bridge maintenance? Like, where does that fucking, that, there's just so much of it that the money that just feels like it disappears. Like it's really not going anywhere. Welcome to uh, the real world. That's what it is. Everybody's got money I know, but and I, it just I, disappears. I don't think toll roads should exist. Toll lanes, express lanes. I'm, I'm all about that. I will hop in there and I, I still take toll roads. Like, it's not like I'm not, I'm not standing on business here, not taking a toll road, but I just think it's fucking ridiculous and I don't understand why a toll road exists. All right. That's fair. We'll throw those out in a clip. We uh, put it on a poll on Instagram and X. Make sure you're following us on all the social platforms. Once again, Big Drive Energy on both TikTok, YouTube, Big Drive Energy Golf, and I thought you Twitter. X, dude, X, Twitter, it's just got my brain in a bundle. I want to call it X because that's what it's called. And then we're on Instagram. We're at Big Drive Energy Pod. We appreciate you all tuning in this week. We will be here with an episode for you on Monday, right before we leave for Arizona. Expect a lot of content coming out of our social media next week from waste management or wasted management. We got a lot of great, great content ideas for you the whole week. We'll be doing a podcast from Phoenix on Wednesday. Make sure you're tuning in for that. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am and live golf Mayakoba. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.